launching from an ether port at RBN, cruising at light speed. Here's your host, Steve Stars. Well, hello, everybody. Once again, it's my favorite day Monday. Maybe not yours, but I get a chance to do a show here on RBN, and that makes me excited. Uh, gets me off to a good start every week, and I'm glad to be back with you again. Hey, I got a great guest. I think it's going to be joining us, Marty Fryer, uh, who has worked with me for many years on the uh, the whole situation with explaining what a fraud Fauci is, and he'll validate all that. I don't want to get too deep into that subject yet, but as you know, a lot of things are going on. Uh, the impeachment has begun, or at least it's put, put it this way, it's held over until the next uh, next year. Uh, I have been contacting congressional people. Marty will tell you about some of the people he's uh, talked to, and not always a good report from some of them, of course, but uh, the bottom line is, is we have to put up some offense, friends. We can't we can't just sit here and put up with this. We have to go on the offensive against these New World Order criminals. And I'm not saying that the impeachment is an end-all. Everybody says it's dead on arrival. No, it's uh, beginning to fight on arrival is what it's all about. It's all about pressure in these things. You know, Democrats know that they're in real serious trouble. Uh, you know, I like RFK Jr. as a, as a former Democrat. I, I don't know that it, I don't think... He has my full support as a presidential candidate. I think he'd be a great uh, head of health and human services, which we really need somebody in there that's going to really watch out for your health instead of these big pharma people like Alex Cesar and some of these others who have been taking over and running this very important position for too long and holding back cures and and promoting all kinds of toxic uh, treatments that aren't helpful and dangerous like uh, their nucleoside analogs like remdesivir, AZT, goes all the way back. We'll be talking a little bit about that. But hey, I'm glad to be back with you. I hope you got uh, (laughs) some of your Christmas shopping done. I haven't done a lot of mine, but uh, uh, the wife is way ahead of me this year. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, I always run out of cash this time of year. Can you imagine this? I've got Christmas and my son's birthday. And everything going on all at once. Uh, and, of course, at the end of the year, uh, I, my meager income is even more meager still. <laughs> I don't know if you're in that situation, but, uh, you know, we're going to make it through. Hey, let's be optimistic. We're going to have a good time. We're going to relax. Uh, just enjoy the holidays as much as you can because this next year is going to be very, very intense. And there's so many things happening right now. Uh, you know, the money that was uh, recently allocated, you know, a lot of things happened kind of before everybody left uh, left Congress in D.C. They've allocated what was at $866 billion, a good portion of that toward a military budget for, for who knows what, but probably a lot of it's going to end up going into bolstering NATO uh, to keep the war effort going. Henry Kissinger is dead, but his warning, you know, as bad as you may uh, feel about him, he warned the U.S. Uh, there's no uh, victorious outcome in a, in a fight with NATO against Russia. So, but the bottom line is, is they're going to continue it anyway. And um, you know, this situation is 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 dangerous. But what's even more dangerous is the World Health Organization's uh, attempt to go around to do an end run around your Constitution with their World Health Organization treaty that's coming in pretty quickly. We'll talk a little bit about that. But, um, you know, in the meantime, I, I do want to encourage you to relax. Hey, we're going to have a big fundraiser going on here at the network coming up next week, and, and we want you to be a part of it. We've got to keep this 
voice on the air, friends. It's that simple. We cannot let down our free speech at this point because the entire world really is hanging in the balance. Whichever way the U.S. goes, the rest of the world will follow. I hate to call us the exceptional nation. I don't like that term. But the reality is uh, we are still leading a good portion of the world in terms of ideology, our, our principles, our money. You know, of course, it's a, it doesn't exist. It's all debt now. You know, about all these major corporations that uh, even Marty will probably talk about when he joins us. But he's uh, he's going to be dropping in pretty quick here. I caught him on the run. He's going to have to have some lunch, and then he's going to get with us, I think, pretty soon. Hey, I apologize. I didn't get to a couple of the listeners last time I was on. I got to talking to him in the last segment, and I couldn't quite wrap it up and finish it all. But we may be able to take some calls pretty soon, too. whole lot of news, of course, as you know. Uh, you know, this is a, a major story. I don't know if you, you've uh, heard this or uh, just out right now from Sputnik, December 18th. The EU dumps at least 215 million COVID vaccines worth $4.4 billion. Uh, yeah, they're, I'm glad they're dumping them, but look at the cost involved here. The European Union has thrown away at least 215 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccines worth about 4 billion euros. That's 4.37 billion in U.S. dollars. That uh, cost to the European taxpayers. The media reported on Monday. Well, I'm glad to throw them out, to be honest with you. It's uh, probably going to be more cost-effective to dump them than it is to use it. Well, obviously, well, they're dangerous. These things are absolutely uh, they're dangerous, as we've been saying for a long time. The vaccines, back to the story, the vaccines were purchased at the height of the pandemic, pandemic, they call it, but I call it the pandemic in 2021. The newspaper reported in uh, total EU countries received 1.5 billion vaccines, many of which ended up in landfills across the continent. My God, landfills with this crap in it. Can you believe that? At the same time, uh, attempts to transfer surpluses to third uh, world countries have been thwarted by falling demand, falling demand and logistical problems, media says. Hey, well, at least the third world people are not being forced to take this crap. It's very dangerous. But back to the story. In May, the World Health Organization lifted the public health emergency designation for COVID-19. And as of December 13th, who had recorded nearly 7 million COVID-related deaths since the outbreak of the pandemic. Well, there's been a lot more people, probably well over 20 million people who have died because of the, the jab, friends. It's a lot worse than what most people would let on and we're not being told. Centers for Disease Control, National Institutes of Health, UK Health, all these organizations, European communities and countries, people are starting to report these figures and they are damaging and devastating and they're ongoing too. You saw the reports coming in from New Zealand. I don't want to get too much into a lot of that negative news. Uh, well, it's, yeah, but it, it's pretty, it's stuff we've been seeing. You know what I mean? Same old stuff. Just can, what we actually had predicted would happen did in fact happen. And that's why we're in the situation that we're in. Well, anyhow, I have kind of covered one story, and we'll get into some more things here. But I, I got my friend Marty Fryer with me, and I'm going to bring him on. Marty, uh, if you're there, I want to say hello, and I'm going to just kind of let people know. Marty and I go back years to the 90s. Marty worked with me on my documentary, HIV Equals AIDS, Factor Fraud. 
He was the head of HEAL, Health Education AIDS Liaison Denver, and in con- contact with a lot of great people. Like, you know, we've had Celia Farber on here. Some of you know Dave Rasnick. He's a good friend of Dave. So we had Dave out here to speak with us. Uh, Rodney Richards, Dr. Rodney Richards, another great, a lot of these great people like Peter Duesberg, uh, Dr. Charles Thomas, Richard Stroman, Carrie Mullis, so, so many people. Marty, are you there, buddy? Uh, you want to give us a hello and... What's up? Yes, sir, Steve. It's good to hear from you. Thanks for letting me be a part of this. Hey, so you and I have been in the trenches for years, man, so uh, it may not be fun being a part of it, right? <laughs> oh, it's it's ups and downs and, and frustrations. Uh, uh, my, my biggest gripe is that I've had to watch it all in slow motion, knowing where it's going, knowing what's happening, and you just continually have to keep watching it in slow motion. Yeah, that's the hard part. You know, we've been predicting these kinds of things could happen, and to our horror, they have. And it's like a slow-motion nightmare, right, Marty? Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we go back, you know, you remember when we had Dave Rasnick out here in the late uh, 90s uh, talking about the problems with uh, viral theory, talking about the issues with the vaccines, the testing. Well, no, there weren't vaccines then, but the testing and, and certainly the drugs, the protease inhibitors, the second round of drugs that they released after ACT, which poisoned about 300,000 American AIDS patients, friends, just in the United States alone and millions overseas. Bill Gates was giving this DNA uh, terminating drug to pregnant women in Africa and people. That's when Gates got into all this. Remember that, Marty? Remember that whole era? Yeah, I want, I want to say that that story of what happened in Africa. Uh, you know, when I first got in, they were spending hundreds of thousand dollars on uh, on public education for HIV, uh, and shortly they got into the millions and and then hundreds of millions of dollars that that we sent to. Africa, and this is 25 years ago, that we sent to Africa to poison the pregnant women with with stuff like AZT, which is the same class as what remdesivir is. Right, uh, right. It, it, it's an antiviral, uh, anti-life. Yep. Uh, uh, it's terrible, but the, what people aren't, need to get out of what we're trying to say is sending that money to Africa and giving that those drugs to those pregnant women, it was done to stop the birth rate of the population of Africa. And yeah. it's the first time in history that there was a war against a race, and they killed the women and babies first. Yep. It was two first. It doesn't they, get any more hideous. Right. It, it wasn't just abortion. It was killing the mother, too, over there. And it was uh, killing a lot of other people. I mean, it just kills hundreds of people. We we have worked with, I, as I recall, together at least four women that we've known, uh, Marty, who were affected by this. And they, though they may not have died directly due to the uh, ACT poisoning, AIDS Incorporated killed them. One was Christine Majority. Uh, who was ahead of, uh, originally it was Heal LA, but became alive and well, Christy Majori. Then there was also a good close friend of ours, Chris Schmiel in Denver, who was in the uh, AZT test. They were actually using her as a test subject to test AZT on pregnant women during her pregnancy. And it turned out her viral load was so so small, it was non-existent. They were just using her. Then there was... Uh, uh, Carrie Stokely, a, a wonderful, a beautiful nurse. And by the way, Marty will testify to this. These women were all 
attractive young ladies and mothers. They were not tramps. They were mothers. They were responsible. They were every one of them were very intelligent, and every one of them I was targeted. I believe were, believe were, uh, was targeted. I would say they were they targeted were used as, as, as uh, oh, what I want to say as poster, the poster yeah. faces. That's right. Mm-hmm. They became they became the poster patients. But Marty, you uh, Marty was the kind of guy. To be really honest with you, he was like a, a battlefield uh, mash uh, attendant with a lot of these people. He got really close to a lot of the patients because he really reached out to the people. I, I knew them, of course, and I would go as well. But Marty would visit them in the hospital. He would keep up with people. Uh, he was there for a lot of folks. And uh, but remember also uh, young uh, Lindsay Nagel and that whole horrible story that you probably are aware of, Marty, that whole thing, how she had escaped as a child to become a a young woman, had a baby and got pregnant. They forced her to test for HIV and then they forced her and her baby on drugs and it ended up in the well, Lindsay died. And the baby is just incredibly harmed by it all. I mean, it's a horror story. These are people we knew personally, right, Marty? Yep. Very, very, very true. Well, any stories about people? Yeah. Any stories or anything you want to tell about some of the patients or what we went through? And, you know, I mean, anything you want to share? Because uh, I do a lot of talking about this. And today I want to hear from you. Oh, it was just hideous. Uh, I mean, one of the hardest things was uh there was a uh, one from the east coast uh if you're when you're pregnant if, especially if you mu- mu- have multiple pregnancies it's not uncommon to test positive for hiv right. right and nobody knows uh that because they only test minorities so you always they're always say well they were exposed to somebody that used needles and uh you know they they get off the hook that way um but this uh, woman uh, from uh, the Northeast uh, was set to get married. She got pregnant, and for some reason, they, of course, she she come up positive. Well, the the guy she was going to marry split. He couldn't handle being involved with watching her die, or you know, left her in the cold. She moved to Colorado to have her baby. She thought that uh, Boulder might be a liberal place, and she could get away with not being tested. And one of the hardest times for me is it got down to a matter of days from when she was supposed to deliver, and uh, her hormones started getting the best of her, and she just about fell to pieces. And we finally, uh, actually Dr. and Kale at the time was one of the guys that hooked her up with a, uh, some kind of a, a home. Yeah, uh, homeopathic. Yeah. Home. They didn't have yeah. to go to a hospital. Right, and everything was fine after that, and uh, as far as I know, they're, they're both fine and well uh, because they evaded exposing her or the baby to the drugs. Yeah, but there was a time right before she delivered where she didn't think that she was going to be. She thought that they were going to take her baby from her and force the drugs on the baby, and she just about. Uh, it was one of the hardest, hardest situations that I had to work with, uh, and, yeah. and it, it wasn't terribly uncommon, but hers was the worst. Yeah. 
Yeah, Marty worked with a lot of people like this, and uh, you know he really reached out to a lot of people. He was uh, the head of our organization, Health Education AIDS Liaison Heal, was started in New York where Michael Elner and Tom DeFerdinando, who we've had on the show here, by the way, Steve Elkins and I had him on for actually three hours. It was only going to be one hour, and he stayed for the whole three during the shows and just kept answering questions. So we're still out there, and you can go to the website, rethinkingaids.com dot com and you can see it unfortunately that website it still looks old it needs to be, needs to be updated but we're also uh, un, uh rethinking aids and also uncovering covid the same people the same things are going on only it's a thousand times worse now friends we've been warning people since the 90s right marty yep yeah you know, I get on here and I bore people every time. If you listen to this show, I tell you, I was telling, warning people about Anthony Fauci in 1992. Now, that's going on 32 years, friends. I was five years behind uh, uh, Joan Shinton, uh, you know, Peter Duesberg, of course, and, uh, uh, you know, Celia Farber, other people, uh, John Rappaport. Uh, but the point is simply this, that w- w- what has it how long is it going to take before we wake up to people like Fauci and Gates and these people and the, and the criminal activity of mass murder that's going on all over the world, Marty? Yep. Uh, there's so many ways this uh, this hour could go or whatever time we got. I, I'd kind of like to, to get into my experience with uh, Kerry Mullis and, and the Fauci deal and, and maybe even the... A uh, lawsuit that the Attorney General of the State of Missouri, along with Robert Kennedy and the Attorney General of Louisiana, have against all of these crooks. Yeah, that would be great. Hey, we got a whole n- another segment coming up here pretty quick. Where uh, we got plenty of time, so uh, yeah, that was really good. This is stuff that I haven't heard recently because Marty and I, I mean, we we touch base every so often, and the next thing you know, it's been a year or two since we talked again. But we were working yeah, very true. close together. Yeah. But yeah, we want to hear about that. The thing, the song's always the same. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The battle still goes on, but we've had a lot of victories along the way by helping people realize what they were being conned to get into. Now the public is starting to wake up, and it's time we nail these sons of bitches with what they've been doing. Fauci needs to be dangling at the end of a Nuremberg rope, in my friend. Yeah, friend. Yeah. We've been saying that for 32 years. 32. I'm sorry, I, friends. I don't want to. Uh, 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 in the early days, I watched Kerry Mullis call Fauci a liar to his face years ago. Yeah. Um, saying that you can't use the PCR test like you're using it. You can't do that. Uh, but Fauci and his propaganda and the way he's got the, everything lined up, he continues to get away with it. Yeah. Uh, part of, of how it got to this point, you've got to understand that the UN is at the top of the top of the barrel. They True. control the World Health Organization. That's a subsidiary of the UN. The the World Health Organization, with Fauci's connection is the NIH, uh, controls our CDC. The CDC is a non-governmental agency with no governmental authority. It's a three-letter agency that submits to Fauci and the World Health Organization. Fauci right on. Hey, we'll be right back. I'll take a quick break, uh, Marty. Uh, stay with us, friends. we got more. He's going to tell you more. Stay right here on RBN.
you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. It's over. The battle is ahead, as the song says. Coming into the uh, next segment here, Marty. Uh, Marty Fryer is my guest. Uh, 
Uh, great guy. We go back years, back to the 90s, fighting Fauci, and uh, Marty can verify, you know, all the miserable time we have had in the trenches. We've seen a few victories, but the war is far from over, and it's getting worse. This uh, World Health Organization treaty is coming in, friends. If we don't stop it, you're going to have to get on the phones. They're going to go right around your Constitution. I might read a little bit about that. But, Marty, you were talking about your meeting with Kerry Mullis. Now, most people, I think a lot of our audience knows by now who Kerry Mullis says he he won the uh, Nobel Prize for inventing the polymerase chain reaction. It's PCR technology they use to create phony virus theories, something he was completely against. But Marty, uh, you were talking a little bit about your uh, the time there at that seminar, I think, when you and uh, Kerry Mullis and a lot of other great people were there. You were Where were you going with all that? Well, I want to get back to the UN at, at some point, but, but the deal with Kerry is... Uh, it, you have to understand how the test works. You have to get how the test works. And then it becomes obvious that we've all been lied to. We were deceived. This whole thing is a scam. It was nothing like they told us. And you have to understand that the test was a fraud, and they used the test fraudulently to scare people. Kerry yep. uh, Mullis uh, was a wanted to be known as the only Nobel laureate that surfed every day. That, <laughs> yeah, he did, too. He, wanted. Uh, yeah, he, he gave up his, his time surfing to try to help people like those women you were talking about earlier so they could understand how the test works and they could realize they were lied to and they need to do something different than what the doctors were trying to tell them. And Kerry gave his time and his effort to try to help people in that direction. Uh we talked about the money that went to Africa and, and that kind of stuff. I watched Kerry Mullis, after several years, walk away from trying to help people because he just wanted to get on with his life. And, and as I watched his backside and he walked away, I heard him mumble that the other side has got hundreds of millions of dollars for their propaganda, and we can't compete with that. And yep. he got tired of giving up his, uh, sacrificing his time when he could see that it was doing no good because the people couldn't, wouldn't figure it out on their own because they kept hearing all that, that propaganda from the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, the right simplest on. version about how the test works and how we were deceived, uh, Kerry's analogy, and I heard this out of his own mouth, uh, he, he said, using my test to find a virus is like going home and going to your kitchen cabinet and opening the door and looking for a chocolate chip cookie. And he says, Fauci sticks the test in there, and he finds one grain of sugar. He finds one viral particle. He doesn't find a virus. He finds a viral particle. And Kerry's analogy is that viral particle is like one grain of sugar when you're looking for a chocolate chip cookie. Fauci finds the grain of sugar, he says he's got a chocolate chip cookie. But Kerry Mullis says, well, you don't have this, you don't have the flour, you don't have the egg, you don't have the butter, you don't even have a chocolate chip. You don't have a chocolate <laughs> chip cookie, you've only got a grain of sugar. This was Kerry Mullis's analogy, and this is how they lied to America. And they tricked us with, it's an Orwellian trick where they change a couple of words to make everybody think something different. When, when yep. they first started, they told us they didn't have a test. And when they come up to use this PCR test, they decide, well, we got to do something, so we're going to use the PCR test. Uh, 
<laughs> so so yeah. they use the PCR test, and when they find one viral particle, not the part of the virus that makes it contagious, not the part of the virus that makes it deadly, not the part of the virus that you can take a picture of or put in a vial, they still don't have any of that. Uh, yeah. They, they and, only have a viral particle. Uh, right. And and so anybody that tells you they've got a test for SARS-CoV-2, uh, <laughs> they've got Fauci's money in their pocket. That's and right. They're repeating, they're repeating propaganda. Uh, I'm from Missouri now, and this <laughs> is the show-me state. You've got to show me the virus. And there no. is no virus anywhere that anybody can show you. You you go on the Internet and you try to find something, and you might find some pictures that they tell you, but you do the fine print. That's a computer generation. That's not a picture of a virus. The picture right. of a virus doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is Fauci's cartoon drawing of that thing you've seen on TV with the spikes. And yep. those deadly spikes, you better be very afraid of. But there's no picture anywhere. There's no test tube with that stuff in it. Uh, right. I'm not saying that, that spikes don't exist somewhere in nature. I'm not saying that. But if they do, they have not been proven to, to come from this virus or to cause this disease. That's right. It, it, Got another break. A little quick here, buddy. Be right back and fill in uh, some more. Stay with us, friends, right here on RBN. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United with States. Anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. 
they would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Lightspeed. I am Steve Stars, your host here on the show every Monday. I, you know, I'd love to do more time at the uh, network here, and but you got some great people, and we're all keeping it going. Uh, so, your hope, uh, we hope that uh, you'll support us uh, as we have a. We're going to have some funding uh, campaigns coming up a little, a little bit uh, in the future here as the uh, first of the year breaks open and. We wanted to see if we can keep everything going and uh, increase our outreach and keep going at this moment because, friends, uh, they are trying to shut down your free communication. You know that. You know, uh, my guest today is Marty Fryer, a good friend of mine from way back with Heal Health Education Aids Liaison. These uh, chapters spread out all over the world, uh, beginning originally in New York City with Dr. Michael Elner and uh, Tom DeFerdinando. And then, of course, we had people in Seattle, Denver, Los Angeles, London, uh, Toronto, uh, all over. Uh, we were reaching people who were uh, diagnosed with a HIV-positive test, which was an antibody test. They also used what they call Western blot. And then eventually they got three mulses design in there with a PCR to test. Just like Marty was saying, you know, they're looking through a cabinet for a chocolate chip cookie and they find one grain of salt. They try to fabricate that. That's not only just a cookie. Those cookies are reproducing all over the place. You know, I mean, this is the kind of insanity they created. But people fall for it because they trust these sons of bitches. You know what I mean? We got to... And we've been fighting that all along with the with the people who developed the, the very things, uh, the very tests, like Peter Duisberg, who actually was the first man to map the genetic structure of retroviruses, and a uh, very very uh, uh, you know well known cancer researcher. He was the first person to call out Robert Gallo's fraud many years ago, back in nineteen eighty four and eighty seven that era. But Marty, where were we talking about now? Steve, you were. Steve, I want to get go back ahead. to that Orwellian twist. Yeah, go ahead. To how they deceived the public. Yeah. how they deceived the public. Uh, they, when they started using the PCR test, the PCR test finds one viral particle, not a virus, 
not a whole virus, uh, only one, like one grain of sugar to a chocolate chip cookie, one viral particle to a virus. And yeah. when they use the PCR test, they says, well, well, if the PTR test finds that viral particle, we're going to call it a case. Right. We're going to say that's a case. So the public will think we found the deadly virus that's going to kill their neighbors. They mm-hmm. call it a case. Carrie Mullis said all along those case numbers, those numbers of viral particles mean absolutely nothing. And Carrie Mullis said it that way with a triple N in front of it. Nothing. Those numbers mean nothing. They're viral particles. Everybody's body is full of viral particles. You have all kinds of viral particles. Just because you find one doesn't mean you found a virus or a virus that's going to kill anybody. It does not mean that. Absolutely not. But the public and the, the media that blew the, the, uh, the case numbers at them scared the pants off of them. America went home and locked their doors. Um, <laughs> because of viral particles, never because of virus. Uh, the virus, as far as I'm concerned, does not exist. I'm not saying there isn't somebody, something there that makes people sick. And the numbers, most of the numbers they counted were actually uh, plain flu cases. Uh, I had the flu 15 years ago for 18 days I was in bed with the flu. I know how serious the flu can be, and I know people die of the flu. But 20 times as many people did not die of COVID. That statistically did not happen. And those statistics have been hidden, manipulated, and and taken down and are so hard to find because they've been buried behind so many pages on the Internet. But there are no statistics that show 20 times as many people died from a contagious virus that they don't have a test for. Wow. Yep, that's the kind of thing it is. I mean, it's uh, basically a fraud. I mean, it's like taking your car. Once you understand that, you need to be angry that we were deceived and made to fear to a point that that our economy almost has almost given up and the price of everything has tripled. Yep. All because of the fear. That's right, and we uh, we talked to people a long time ago. The, the thing that Marty and I experienced, and uh, at, at back in the early days, was uh, not really realizing how deep this could become, but having the fears that something like what we're seeing now could happen. And this is the worst part about it, because we would tell people, look, the, the Department of Health has so much power, they can shut things down and start manipulating everything around us. And it can all be a fraud and nobody would know. And they're all going to jump like uh, bullfrogs hit with a DC voltage. You know what I mean? Whenever they are told what they're being told on the news media about these germ scares that Fauci is creating. And just like Marty says, fear. yeah, fear. Fear is the oldest weapon in the book. If you right. can scare the animal, you can probably drive him into your snare. Right. It's that simple, and that's what they did to us. They made us fear. They made us fear something that we couldn't see. They told us when they started they didn't have a test for it. They told right. us when, when we started. And, and they made us afraid of something that we couldn't see. That's the most hideous kind of fear there is. If you're afraid of something that you can't see, you can't run from it. You can't hide from it. 
You can't fight it. You can't do anything but be afraid. Yeah, that's right. And that's the way they played it on the masses. And we've got to get get together at this point right now and hold these people accountable, or it's going to get worse. The World Health Organization treaty is coming in, friends, and this was actually empowered by uh, post nine eleven. Uh, in the end of nine eleven, uh, that year, uh, you know, two thousand one, uh, they passed what they called the Model States Emergency Health Powers Act, and it was an addendum to the Patriot Act, and it basically said that the health department can come in to declare emergencies and and initiate and effect martial law. So it's been in, in effect all this time, and they've been working on it. They're talking about a whole new germ that's coming out this year. Marty, we saw uh, people who were sick, honestly sick. A lot of people call us AIDS deniers. No, we're not AIDS <laughs> deniers. We are deniers of HIV, and we're saying... They, if, they, if anybody no. wants to cause names or chat, say, say we don't know what we're talking about, then, then please find a picture of your virus. Find yeah. a picture. Tell me where there's a lab where I can go see a vial and talk to a real scientist that took it out of a patient. Uh, yep. It does not exist. I know that the media has told you a thousand times. You, you've, heard, you've heard the name on the news so many times that you can't fathom that it might not be true. But right. it's that thing that Hitler said, if you tell a lie enough, enough times, everybody will believe it. And you tell it a few more times, and they'll die fighting to defend it, even yep. though it's a lie. And that's exactly where we are. They used that formula against us, and we fell for it because our leaders were corrupted and couldn't stand up to it. They should have. They should have been alerted too. And you know, one of the things that uh, I had talked about with a good friend of ours is from Canada, another member of our uh, Rethinking AIDS group, uh, was that in the very beginning, and as I'd said before, uh, we said on this network, Etheric Dave, my partner who was doing the shows with me, at least seven times that Fauci needed to be fired day one if Trump gets into office. But then after things progressed and the government and the Democrats shut down the government and Trump was trying to get something something like $32 billion to build the wall, I said, you know, our rethinking AIDS people should go in there and say, look, just slash the AIDS budget. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. $32 billion is right there. And you add a billion yeah, dollars every year. The minorities year. that don't understand that this test was a fraud, they're going to fight that. They're going to stand up and fight that. Like, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're that scared animal that's driven into a corner, and they'll, they'll eat their hand off to get away. Yep. Our uh, our industry or our business of, of journalism, and, and I like to think that I'm on the right side of this. And I, you know, we uh, have. You, you just said a bunch of words that mean nothing today. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> to a sure lot of people. Thing, yeah. Period. Yeah. There's but nothing this is but propaganda and lies. Yeah, that's all it's been. And this is what they've gotten away with all these years. And, and we need to be alerting people that it is going to get worse. A lot of our listeners are right in tune with this. We're, we're not talking. We're kind of preaching to the choir, to, to be really honest with you, Marty. Most of our people know, uh, at least some of what we're talking about, some of them know a lot about it. But our folks know that the vaccines were toxic. We, we were warning people before it happened. Uh, and uh, we are reaching people. We are making progress. These bar, uh, Brownstone Institute articles are really good, if you yeah, get a chance to yeah, go there. Yeah. yeah, have you seen those? Have you been reading any of those? They're great, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you showed them to me, but yeah, yeah they're, they're they're essentially the only thing that I've seen that's close to the truth. Right. 
Uh, Justice for the Vaccine Injured, a ray of hope. This is by Christopher uh, uh, Dreisbeck, December 15th. He's talking about uh, government's treatment of the most vulnerable is a sound test of its morality. He's going through all of what we've come up with. Now, we look at, we've got the figures coming back from New Zealand. We know these abnormal uh, numbers of deaths are out there. They're directly related to the jab and long-term effects. Sometimes it's very short-term, but the long-term effect of these jabs is just horrific, Marty. And there's no question these people are being murdered by this damn military-industrial medical complex, you know, and it needs to be stopped. You can only fathom the veracity that they have to vaccinate babies. Right. There's no logic. The the only... I mean, it's it's obvious to me that uh, with the intent, the crazy intent to vaccinate these babies, these babies are going to come up sterile. And it's going to be a generation before people realize it. And yeah. then the population, then there's not enough of us to fight back. Yep. That's where it's going. That's what they want. There, there's no logical reason to have such veracity to make sure every baby gets vaccinated. Unless that vaccination is going to harm them. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. Bill Gates and, and the rest of them want. Uh, back to the U.N. real quick. Go ahead. The, the media tells us that the United States gives more money to the U.N. than any other nation. So we think that, well, the U.N. must serve us because we're the biggest funder. But what you need to realize is the Chinese Communist Party and Bill Gates together give more money to the U.N. than the United States. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you think the U.N. is serving? Yeah, and there the, you go. The thing about what's coming up in, in May of next year, what they're going to do in Switzerland, what the U.N. is going to do, they're going to change like three sentences in the International Human Rights Code. This has been the, the gold standard since the World Wars. But there yep. are certain human rights codes that you can't cross. But they're going to change that, that that allows the, the World Health Organization and the WEF allows them to declare a pandemic any damn where, any damn time they want. And and what they're going to do then is, is they can quarantine anybody they want. They can isolate anybody they want. If I'm out of the country traveling and a pandemic happens here, I won't be able to come home. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a pretty scary thought, but but when they do that, what that is going to allow, then the UN can essentially remove anybody off the street that disagrees with their thoughts. That's what they're doing too, and they're going to meet. That's not scary as yeah. hell. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll walk the other direction and leave you lay in the dirt. Yeah, Marty, you've been traveling, and Marty's a kind of a world traveler, too. He's been all over Portugal, Prague. I worked all just... my life, and I wanted to travel. And yeah. COVID came along, and I was locked down for three years. I'm getting old. I don't have much time left. I'm still pissed <laughs> but, about it. <laughs> yeah, but you, you just got back recently, and just tell us what it's like overseas, what you're seeing over there now. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was in Costa Rica at a, at a time. This is uh, back in 2020, in uh, January of 2020, uh, when... Uh, there wasn't any place else on the planet I could travel to except wow. Costa Rica, and I could get into why and how that worked. But I saw a guy there. I was there for two months, and I was in and out of one hotel in the capital and went all the directions, spent my best time in the rainforest up at the top. But uh, there was a, a gentleman from uh, Spain 
staying in the hotel in the Capitol. And mm -hmm. I watched him. He was there for a period of time, and they closed the borders of Spain. His government would not let him return to his homeland, and he ran out of money. Wow. How would you mm -hmm. like to be in a third-world country with no money ah, and, yeah. and not be able to go home? Uh, and I saw that firsthand. Uh, he was there long enough and would befriended the people at the hotel that, uh, that the hotel helped him out. Wow. They, they put him up and, and allowed him to stay until he could return home. Mm -hmm. And how he ate and what he did in the meantime, I don't know how that worked. But I wouldn't yeah. have wanted to have been in those shoes. Well, you were in Europe, too, though, Prague and Portugal just recently. What, what's it like over there right now? Mm -hmm. Well, it's amazing how many people know the truth, but mm -hmm. the media is the same. It's the, it's the World Health Organization is the world over. Uh, I'll go back to the, the Costa Rica thing again. They're in the third world countries. There's no way ever that the world could lock down in two weeks like it did yeah. without the fact that there is a U.N. ambassador in every country except two on the planet. Right. And it was those ambassadors that caboozled those governments uh, with money, with funds, with tests, or with vaccinations, or whatever, in order to get them to follow the UN their man their their lies and their propaganda. Yeah, and it never could have happened without those UN ambassadors in every country. The lockdown came from the top; it did not come from the bottom. That's right. That's right. And, you know, even David Martin showed us that you followed the money. Moderna was racing back and forth to the patent office to get a patent on their mRNA product, their jab, before, before you know, Wuhan, before Wuhan. You want to talk about the mRNA? Here we go. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember years ago uh, when you were talking about when Lois and all of us got together in Denver. And uh, about that time, an article come out, this guy from Germany, you can Google him and find out about him right now. His name was Stefan Lanka, L-A-N-K-A, Stefan Lanka. Uh, mm -hmm. At that time, they were figuring out some of the DNA stuff, but nobody had any idea what RNA was about or how it worked. Right. And Stefan Lanka had this, come up with this idea, and I remember Rodney Richards said, well, I understand it, but I think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Rodney Richards. That echoed in my head. But, yeah. but what Lanka was trying to say is that his, his uh, theory was that RNA exists because every time a cell divides or multiplies or regenerates, every time the DNA the, the, is the map to make it follow the same thing. Right. Sometimes with disease or, or lack of. Got a break here, or, bud. Got a break. We'll come right back to that. Hold on to that thought. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. 
Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and vote. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D-printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your part, and 3DBunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want. Action of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. segment ladies and gentlemen short time and marty uh you are going to have to come back dude you will not escape i am coming to get you to get you back on this show again with us because we just got started my friend my brother uh That's you know right. it, it barely uh, got started yeah we we can bring so many people in like dave rasnick uh celia so mrna yeah go ahead yeah uh, MRNA. Th- all right so 25 years ago they were just figuring out dnr DNA, and this uh, this guy from Germany comes up with the idea that well, well RNA it's it's the reverse, so it's the reverse of the DNA map, so yeah. that if if disease or famine or something makes the DNA go off in the wrong direction, every time the cell splits, the RNA is thrown back into the mix, so that nature takes it back to what it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. so that it never veers off into something new or different or something that can't survive. So 
if that is what RNA is about or anything close to what the purpose of RNA is, then, then for God's sake, realize that mRNA, the M stands for modified. Right. They're genetically modifying that RNA that is thrown into the mix every time a cell divides or multiplies. Why yeah, that's would a real you problem. ever mm-hmm. want to genetically modify something that's thrown into your cells every time they split or, or multiply? Yes, and we've it, actually it, seen... It can only have a bad use. It can right. only be bad. Marty, we've actually seen increase of, of cancers related to this as well. The numbers that are coming in from bears, the, the analysis, you know, Marty, we've always looked at the, the wide picture of the numbers out there because you know there are individual situations but when you see the big numbers coming in from myocarditis uh gideon beret cancers a uh, number of other different diseases and also these self-assembling uh, globular type uh of tubular <laughs> blockages that people are getting i mean oh, yeah there's no man. question there's something really uh, gone wrong here mm-hmm. So mRNA. Well, I, I think uh, I threw some seeds out there that maybe some people can understand the potential of that. Uh, I'd like to, to cross the, the mutations and the variants. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many times I heard Dave, Dave Rasney say that real scientists on this planet know that when a cell mutates, it loses its potency exponentially. It never turns into a monster and does something that it couldn't do before. That does not happen. The reason mutations cause cancer is because the mutation makes the cell incapable of doing what it's supposed to. It Mm -hmm. exponentially reduces it to nothing. And when it can't do what it's supposed to, then it lays there and and balls itself up to keeps creating something that's not what it's supposed to until it balls up into a malignancy. No. That's how I. So every time you hear about the, this COVID thing mutating, you have to laugh at it. That's not science. These people that are saying that have got Fauci's money in their pocket, and there's no peer-reviewed science behind that. Yeah. If people want to disagree with anything that you and I have said today, please do your homework. Go find a picture of it. If you show up, if you can come up with a picture that that Raznik or or uh, Rodney Richards or some of those guys will say, well, that's a virus and that could be what we're talking about. If you right. come up with that, then I'll give it to you. But yep. you can't come up with it because they, it they can't come exist. up with it. You have to gotta run, buddy. Yeah, hey, it's been good having you on. We'll have to have you back. Thanks so, so much, friends, for listening in and uh, get the uh, get the archive, pass it along. Uh, visit my site at stevestars.substack. We'll have Marty back. Thanks and help and support RBN. going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay. 
Hey, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. Ease off LLC. 417-932-6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.